You are listening to selfdiscoverymedia.com, where illumination and inspiration is but a click away. With so many genre topics for you on everything that you need to know in life, we celebrate and share the people who have taken the journey before you and who are now here to serve you with their wisdom and their knowledge. The next show coming up is... Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everybody. Welcome back to Choose Positive Living right here on selfdiscoverymedia.com. I'm your host, Sarah Troy, and we have the wonderful Jeanette de Pate back with us again. She's been with me here before. She's exciting, she's exuberant, and she <laughs> is a full size body who knows how to make it active and helps other people to be active in life. It's not about the size of you, it's about what you do with it. How do you stay healthy? How do you stay active? Size should never be a problem, nor your health. So, we're going to be talking about how you can age actively and to stay healthy, have fun doing it, and just look at life in a different way. And I promise you, you will. There's a show I did with her some time ago, and there's something she did in Times Square in New York, which I thought was pretty awesome. It was a hot flush flash dance. So everybody who was having those hot flushes were out there having a flash dance in Times Square. This is the kind of person she is. She always looks for to making something exciting and uh, and you forget that you're being active, which is kind of the way we want to get you. Uh, she's professional in this business. She goes and helps people, and doesn't matter with disabilities or shape sizes or anything, and helps them be active according to what they can manage. But most importantly, enjoy it. Because I know, you know, oh, aches and pains. I don't feel like doing it. Oh, I'm tired today. I don't want to get out there. And it's how do you make it into a routine that you look forward to by making it fun. So Jeanette, welcome back to the show, love. Thank you so much. I'm so glad to be here with you today. And we have a beautiful pooch in the background there. So I'm going to be virtually <laughs> hugging it every now and again. Hi. <laughs> Join the vibe. Yeah. <laughs> she, uh, she knows how to chill. She's very, very good at it. And that's good. Yes. And you know, it's, uh, that's also something that we also have to look at, isn't it? We're, we're living in very stressful times. I don't think I know anybody that's not under some form of stress that's and that true. can cause health problems. It also causes you to hold on to weight. And then, you know, people get sluggish and they go, Oh, but I used to do this. I can't do this anymore. And all oh, the stress is tiring me out. How do we de-stress. Let's look at that one to open up with. How do we de-stress by stepping into some form of exercise, no matter what our physicality is or our shape is? Well, I think a lot of how we de-stress with exercise depends on how we approach exercise. Mm -hmm. So if we look at exercise as yet another thing we have to do and some sort of punishment because we don't think our body is the right way, it, it really adds to the stress in your life. And that's not what you want. However, if you can find some sort of exercise that can be fun and entertaining and something you look forward to, then it really can help minimize the stress in your life. And a lot of it depends on your workout personality, your workout style, and finding the thing that's right for you because not everybody's the same. Right. There isn't a one size fits all, as we know, in, in everything in life, right? It doesn't matter your, your size, your lifestyle, everything. There is not one solution for everybody. And we just have to be willing to take the journey to discover what's right for us. I think that's really true. So 
I think some people are very solitary exercisers and for them exercise is a more meditative process. So they'll go for a long walk or a long run and, and they may meditate or pray even while they're doing that activity. And that's one approach. Not so much my approach, but I think that's a great approach. Mm -hmm. Some people have a very high intensity approach to exercise and they want a coach that's going to be fierce and that's going to get them to really work to their full capacity. But a lot of people just don't want to take exercise that seriously. They know it's important, but they just really want to relax and have a good time and dance to songs about chickens. And those are my, <laughs> those are my, right? A song about chickens, it's probably in my repertoire. We don't want another duty to do, right? Mm -hmm. Another chore to do. We want to do something because we have fun doing it. Right. You know, I used to with my kids kind of put on Queen and um, dance to We of the Champions or whatever. And it was always, let your sillies out. And, yeah. you know, we're all dancing around. Everybody's throwing arms in different ways. Who cares? We're moving. We're having fun. We're laughing. We're singing along at the top of our voice. And that's an exercise in itself. I mean, it lifts everyone up. So this seriousness is something we've got to take out of exercise, right? Well, I mean, there are people for whom that is the right approach. And mm -hmm. there's nothing wrong with that. If that's what floats your boat, if that's what motivates you, then awesome. But for a lot of people, that form of exercise is uncomfortable and intimidating. And so for those people, that approach would not be very comfortable. Uh, by the way, we have found a 24-hour all-queen streaming channel. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, one of the things that my husband and I do, and um, I've done with my little nieces, well, they're not little anymore, they're getting married, but <laughs> when they were little is uh, I would just holler out dance party and we would all run to the mm. living room and flip on a song and just dance for one or two songs, you know, yeah. six, seven minutes. That's enough to sort of shake off the cobwebs and then you can go yeah. back to work in a different frame of mind. We have so many people today, like myself, the computer, you know, I could be here eight hours a day easily, um, especially when the computer's running slow. <sighs> so not only are you getting frustrated and tense, but you're sitting in a position and you shouldn't be because your body needs to move. Um, one needs to, if you're in this, because so many people now are, are behind the computer to run their business, you know, what kind of exercise would you suggest that they do take a break, have a pause? What would you suggest that they do to kind of shake those sillies out and get the body moving? Well, one of the first things I'm going to suggest is that you just get a plain old kitchen timer, you know, one of those big mm -hmm. dial timers. Mm -hmm. And I set mine for 20 or 30 minutes so that every half hour or so, it's going to make a loud noise and remind me, okay, it's time to get up off the chair and move around. So the break part of it is sort of the first piece. And there's a lot of different things that you can do. I mean, one exercise that I often do in my chair, I'll just roll back a little bit and show you here, is just a stretch where you, you lift up and then you go forward and then you go down and then you go back. I mean, it's just a matter of loosening up your back. Mm -hmm. You can go do a few house laps. That's something I've done a lot. You just walk around the house a couple of times. It's even better if you can get outside and catch a little vitamin D mm -hmm. and um, the little fresh air helps sort of give you a new perspective and helps you sleep at night. So yeah. any of those things, dance party, 
that's something I've done, or, you know, those are all things that you can do to just shake it up and get out of your head and back into your body for a little while. I mean, not only are you being kind to your body, um, but it, you've also kind of shaken, shaken things off and you come back with a different clarity and a different enthusiasm instead of it. Oh God, this is a chore and it takes so long. You know, now you come back, you feel refreshed and, and everything seems to go faster. It goes slow mm-hmm. when you're feeling sluggish. So if you've given right. yourself a little rejuvenation, everything now seems to speed up and there's more enthusiasm mm-hmm. of what you do. Absolutely. Absolutely. But the other thing that I recommend as far as exercise for people of all ages is to find a crew, right? Find some mm-hmm. people that are fun and ridiculous and like-minded that you really look forward to seeing every week. Because I think for many of my students, it's really as much about the social part of it as it is about the exercise part of it. And that can be an online crew. Maybe that's people from a live stream that you're, you're meeting every week or people that you meet in person. But that social and interpersonal connection is another angle to this whole exercise thing, especially as we age and in some cases we're widows or widowers and, and, and we might slip into isolation. Yeah. That emotional connection really helps with longevity and quality of life. So find a tribe. Find a tribe, yes. Mm-hmm. And of course, with the computer, you could all just kind of put on Queen and you can all be on Zoom at the same time or exercising at the same time, laughing and egging each other on. So if you can't physically meet due to weather or location, who says you can't do it here? Well, I'm going to be starting up some new live streaming uh, activities pretty soon on Facebook. So people should check me out at uh, The Fat Chick on Facebook and join my group and you will know about our next sort of spontaneous dance party. So you can go along wherever you live in the world. Perfect. And that's what we need because we've got to understand this is here. It's not going anywhere. You know, virtual is becoming even more so. So then go with the tide. Stop trying to go against it. And you doing this on Facebook where you can just have, you know, okay, time everybody, you know, and just get into it. Um, You're bringing people together. Now mm-hmm. they can start commenting, meeting. Oh, I didn't know you were my neighbor. <laughs> right. right. I mean, it's so interesting because uh, some of my strongest exercise supporters now are literally three houses away. And we didn't know each other until we yeah. had a house party a couple of years ago. And now they dance with me four or five days a week. Right. Right. So. And I think there's, there's something about the world today where we have everybody at our fingertips. But we've become more isolated in so many ways. Uh, You know, um, I'm, you know, not um, a pack person. I'm very kind of solo, but I take myself for walks and I go for coffee and I go places and I'm extremely happy to talk to someone next to me. You know, I'm extremely happy to start a conversation. And I live in wonderful Victoria, BC, where it, you know, it is an international city and you never know who you're going to meet from, from where. And it's, but I'm okay to put myself out there. And I know so many other people that aren't. And so you really do have to make the effort some way. Don't dismiss this machine because right. it is one that can actually guide you to people that you find out are oh, just, you know, a town away or a few houses away, streets away, right. or there's a local place you can both go and meet mm-hmm. because you don't know where it's going to lead you. And then, as you said, they could be your dance partner, your exercise partner, or just become a damn good friend. Right. 
And you know, it's funny because I, I take Molly out a lot. And um, so a lot of people I don't know their names. I just know their dog's names. So I'm like, that's Fido's mom and that's Fido's <laughs> you, know, you know, an animal can really uh, change. Yes, yes, they meet, and you know, I'm a dog accoster because I lost mine three years ago. So when I walk down the street and I see a dog, I have to, I have to please let me hug, you know, and it's a great icebreaker. Um, So, you know, we've, we've got the stress, it's take the mindfulness before you get so wound up and go, oh, I notice the claws are coming out. You know, what can I do to de-stress? So maybe you walk away from your computer and you put on a silly dance, but maybe you're in the office and you can't. So, you know, other than kind of just stretching in the seat, is this something that people can do in the office, um, you know, or at, at retail work, being standing all day and, you know, just everything is just feeling cramped up. Have, have you got some ideas for people there? Sure. Um, one thing that you can do almost anywhere is isometric exercises. So you can take various muscle groups in your body and squeeze them real tight and hold it, keep breathing while you're doing that, but hold it real tight for 10 or 15 seconds and then release. Even that little bit of activity will both build strength in your muscles and get oxygen into your body and help you relax and focus on what's in front of you. Like a contraction. Uh, like a contraction, right? <laughs> yes. everything together and just clear it all up. Yep. Open it up and go, ah, and you make it big. And, and that process kind of loosens up the, the hinges a bit, you know, get a little oil in the hinges. Mm. Um, if you work in a retail location, it's tough. Standing is hard on your body. Mm. So maybe on your lunch hour if you can go for a little walk or a lot of times now there are sort of courtyards where you can do a little chair stretch um, and reach down and really loosen up those hamstrings and and relax those parts of your body that tend to tense up when you stand. Also if you stand all day you're really going to want to work on your abdominal muscles because the posture tends to go with the with the abdominal muscles uh, weakening everything kind of gets out of whack and mm. certain things get stretched in the wrong way and that can lead to pain. But um, pain is an issue. I mean, oh, yeah. we should talk about for real. Yes. I'm going to talk abdominal muscles while we're still on that. Mm-hmm. You do not have to have a six pack to have abdominal muscles, right? <laughs> Very few people um, are genetically capable of achieving a six pack, no matter what they do. I have a keg. It's magnificent. And a keg yes. is better than a six pack. Anyway. <laughs> but, um, it, that's not really what's important. It's not important what they look like. It's important the strength that they have because a lot of times pain in the body comes from imbalance where mm-hmm. one set of muscles is much stronger than the other. Right. So for most people, the fronts of their bodies, well, okay, quadriceps, that's the front of your thighs. Most people are stronger than the hamstrings and that's mm-hmm. the muscles on the back of your thighs. So that balance tends to pull the hips and the knees out of alignment. If the abdominal muscles are not as strong as the back muscles or the gluteal muscles, which is very common, then that tends to get pulled the other way. So it's really good to think about all of those different places in your body where you need muscle balance. Biceps, triceps, uh, pectoral versus uh, rhomboids and uh, trapezius. So uh, that you can really have 
that balance really helps avoid pain all the way through the body, the whole kinetic chain. Yeah, so don't be fooled, you know, that you have to be, you know, a, a body workouter to, to have that. It doesn't matter what the size you are, you can still strengthen those muscles uh, in order to keep your body in balance. So and as a matter of fact, looking fantastic is not necessarily mean that your body is functioning in a way that's fantastic. Right, right. Saying. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, again, don't assume right it uh, all comes down to kind of what we're individually doing for ourselves and i think a lot of it is know thyself absolutely absolutely uh, and and know thy physician right find somebody who can help you mm -hmm. if you're in pain um there's a lot that physical therapists and podiatrists can do i mean it may be it may be as simple as needing a new insert in your shoe or a new shoe right. and that might be you know, your neck pain, your shoulder pain, your hip pain, your back pain, your knee pain, your ankle pain, any of that can come from your feet not being in the right position. So it starts from the bottom and works its way up. Yes, yes. I mean, you know, the Chinese use the, you know, the foot uh, for mm -hmm. the, the bottom there. And we've got to remember that all those pressure points at the bottom of our feet go straight up, right up to the brain and down right. again. So yes, look after those feet. Don't go and wear those uncomfortable shoes just because they are the fad. Nope. Comfort. I'm, I used to, I paid the price <laughs> and now it's comfort. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't have those shoes anymore. I'm like, forget about it. Yeah. There is nothing in life as important as not being in agony. Okay. Yes, yes, <laughs> exactly. Comfortable <laughs> shoes are sexy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you you know, wanted to take us. Miserable is not. Oh no, 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 yeah. no! It it definitely is, and you know you kind of see you know young ones, which I did, walking around in the stiletto heels, and you know they're partly leaning forward, and you know they're in agony, but they're trying to kind of look long and sexy and slinky, and all you can hear is ouch, 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 ouch as they walk. <laughs> so yep. don't do it to your body, please. <laughs> nope. Now, you wanted to take us down another avenue, but I had to hit the stomach muscles first, though. Right. <laughs> Don't hit my stomach muscles. Ouch. <laughs> um, seriously, though, I want to talk about pain because mm. as we get older, this is something we experience more and more, including oh, yeah. me. I mean, uh, you know, we play this game every day. Do I need to call the doctor or am I just 50? Right? There's this game we play. <laughs> because things change as we get older and yes. they differently and anybody who tells you different is either exceptionally lucky or lying yeah, yeah. um so there is a tendency when we're in pain to want to slow everything down and lay down and rest and there are times when that's appropriate like when you have an acute injury when you've strained or sprained or broken something absolutely but when you're talking about those age and age related arthritis related pains it's better if you can to keep moving and as hard as it is sometimes to get myself started i always feel better afterwards i have many students who say the same thing mm -hmm. but i do want to acknowledge it's hard so i tell my students you only have one step you have to do there's only one bit of choreography you must learn and that's the get your butt in the door of the class step right that's it. <laughs> And everything after that is optional because getting in the door is the hardest part. Yeah. Once yes. you get there, you see your friends, the music's pumping, you're going to dance, you're going to have a great time. The real challenge is that moment where you've only got a 15-minute window 
to either get out of bed and make it happen or not make it happen. That's the critical moment. And that's where you have to have this sort of delayed gratification thing and say, I know I will feel better. I'll just go. If I hurt too much or I'm unhappy or I'm not feeling it, I don't have to do it. Right. Most people, once they're there, they're like, here, might as well. And, and when you are there, it doesn't mean you go full force. You know, no. you might only be in first gear. That's fine. That right? there, are, there are some days you can get into fourth gear. Hallelujah. But don't feel, oh, I've got to get into fourth gear and push myself. And no, then you hurt yourself. Again, listen to your body. Um, I think that's really true. And that's one of the reasons that I have always formulated my classes as either sitting or standing. Right. Because... I don't care how fit you are or how strong you are. Everybody has good days and bad days. Mm -hmm. And we don't want to adjust down to make it so easy for everybody that they don't get any benefit, right? right. So if you do a fully seated class, unless you're dealing with a very deconditioned population, it's not challenging enough. Right. That said, not everybody's ready or able on any given day to do a 60-minute standing workout. Right. So... We always say sitting and standing are equally awesome. And you just pick from moment to moment, from song to song, how you feel. And if you feel like you can do that. You know, I, I suffer from fibromyalgia and, uh, and a few other things that go along with that. Yeah. And, uh, I, you know, I certainly can't run. You know, I just can't. <clears throat> I can walk at a certain pace. Walking's fine for me. Swimming is fine for me. Um, as long as I'm flat, you know, flat ground, not hills of stairs and things. And, you know, because one of the things they say about fibromyalgia is that just an everyday walking about doing things is an aerobics for us. And, you know, this kind of got me really frustrated because, you know, I, I do love to dance. I do love to do things. And then it's, I can't because if I don't, I crash. You know, so it's knowing your limits. It's knowing exactly what you can do. Um, and it, don't try and be what you were before. Try and learn to listen to your body now. What can you do within those parameters? And I've got days where I, you know, can walk into town. I can walk around. I have my daughter and her son and her husband here over the weekend. And I said to him, you know, it's mama's walk you know, not your walk because they walk marathons, right. but still mama's walk. I'm still <sighs> trying to keep up. And I knew I was going to crash on Monday. Mm -hmm. I knew it. I'm going to pay the price for it. Um, but don't deny yourself doing some things, but do allow yourself the recovery time. Don't yeah. beat yourself up because you can't do, you know, I've got friends, I'm 20, 65 in a month. I've got um, hosts on here that are 60 that are still dancing, that are, are working out. I mean, they're toned, they're wonderful, absolutely gorgeous. And they're the lucky ones that still have, you know, the ability to do that. Don't compare because this is your right. body that you've been given. You've got to live within your parameters. It doesn't mean there's a weakness or a failure or anything else. This is just your baggage. Deal with it and do mm -hmm. what you can with it, right? Because that attitude is really important on how we look at it, isn't it? I think so. And I think here's the thing about comparing it. You never really know exactly what somebody mm -hmm. else is going through. Some things are visible. Some things are not visible. You don't know what the challenges are in their life. And it really doesn't matter because it's kind of none of our business. Right. Um, I think, you know, it's really about my body today. 
Where is my body today? What can I do with my body today? And some days it's taking a shower. That's it. That's mm -hmm. what you do. And that's mm -hmm. okay if that's where your body is today. Um, I've helped a lot of students come back from heart surgery, come back from strokes, come back from really challenging situations, little by little by little. But I will tell you that if you can find a good group of loving people to hang out with, that recovery will happen faster. Yeah. So my yeah. students that um, are lucky enough to live nearby, uh, you know, they recover really fast because they've got their peeps and they know that they're going to be calling and asking about them and they better wheel their walker right in the gym. <laughs> and they, they come with their walkers and canes and then they gradually improve. But, you know, no, nothing is promised. Not prom Tomorrow is not promised to yeah. any of us. And so it's really about finding a little bit of joy and a little bit of love in each day when you can. And then, you know, what you're offering in the group setting, even like on Facebook where anybody else is in the world, a lot of people, especially when they step into a physicality that is challenging, feel alone. Yes. Right? You know, you feel, well, this is a personal attack on your body, your psyche, your life, and you feel alone. And you don't want to burden other people with it because nobody wants to know. And that isolates you even more. So, yeah. you know, being a part of a, a group, you know, where you're going to do your best, you're going to start the conversation. You're going to find that somebody else has got an issue. Maybe not yours, but something else. How do you manage that? Let's support each other. You know, let's cheer each other on or let's just give each other nurturing when we need it. The right. thing is, don't be alone, right? I think that's really true. And if you can find a way to laugh, it's so much better. Yeah. I laugh so much in my class. And, you know, we, we laugh about the things that happen. Like um, <laughs> one of my students could never remember Mustang Sally. So now that song is Mustang, what's her name? It'll be that forever. <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, because you can some people choose to fight aging and and yeah. that's okay that's an approach mm -hmm. but uh my approach is to laugh about it because it, it is and some days it's a bitch it just yes. Is, you yes. know and and you just have to kind of make the best of it and, okay you know that's a new thing i and and deal with it as best you can. But, you know, that's why I work so hard. And when we have chicken songs and we have songs with feather boas and we have, you know, crazy songs in French and in all of these different things with joke words and stuff, because laughing is another kind of therapy. And if it you is. can get social exercise and laughing all at the same time, that's like the trifecta for me. That's like a big win. And, you know, it doesn't matter if you have to wear the depends because you're laughing so much, you know? <laughs> yes. Laughing since a hysterectomy is different than laughing. <laughs> yes. I've discovered, yeah. And, Sometimes you know, as you, you said, like you did, a bonus, you get a bonus. you're going to find there's more people in common in the same boat, right? And it's just a question, how did they deal with it? And, you know, some people can push through, but I know, doesn't matter how much you push through and try and ignore that you have something, it's going to push back at some point, right? Uh, you, you know, as Papa says, I am what I am, you know, and this is who I am right now. This is my body. And I have to, to learn to live with it. Now, and of course, when you do have something, people don't see it, 
right? right? And then, but when it comes into you doing something, well, why can't you do that? You know, the exterior looks all right, but the interior can't do the same thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the thing is just to say, I know my limits. Right. I know my limits, right? Don't let anybody else impose on you. Well, I can do that. Right. Don't, don't let anybody impose on you. Know, well, I can't. You know? <laughs> well, and understanding that certain types of limits are going to be different every day of the week. I mean, yes. some days you're going to be able to do certain things that the next day you can't. But like one thing, I have it written on a post-it note right next to my desk, and I look at it every day. And that is, I am a, I am not a persona. I'm a person. Mm. And that's okay. Right? I think some of us have gotten to this point in our lives where we try to be a persona, this perfect view mm. of what we wear and how we look and what's on our Instagram and all of that stuff. And that just creates an enormous amount of pressure to live up to this sort of ideal of perfection yeah. that I find is really destructive. Mm-hmm. Whereas if I say, no, I don't have it all figured out. I have days where I exercise. I have days where I say hell with it and I sleep in. That happens, you know? I have days where I feel great. I have days where I'm in pain. I have days where I feel young. I have days where I feel 104 years old. That's life. That's what it's like to be a real person. And I think when you give yourself permission to be a real person in the world, to show yourself as a real person in the world and give up the idea of sort of managing your, your persona, life gets a lot easier. Yeah. You know, there's, there's days you're going to feel fat. There's days you're going to feel thin. There's days you're going to feel gorgeous. There's days you're going to feel like back end of a bus, you know, and that is just life. You know, it's just as what's happening to you. What are you dealing with? How well did you sleep? How well are you eating? And you know, I mean, (laughs) yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, the, the thing is, is, you know, again, it, we're looking at more and more people today who are facing challenges. Yet the media is up there giving us Barbie and Ken and the housewives. But then when you look at them and the, all the, the plastic surgery and the tucks and the this and that, you know, if, uh, if you could afford those treatments, would you go and do them? Or do we just accept ourselves the way we are? I think when we look at the amount of death that we see out there today, I think we have to be grateful for aging. We've still got the gift of life in our hands. What are we going to do with it? And yeah, you know, have a moan and a bitch now and again when you feel miserable, all right? Get it off your chest, but don't get stuck there. I think that's true. And and I think, um, you know, it's easy to sort of blame the media for this obsession, but it's really about something that happens inside of us. Because we so desperately want to believe that we can control everything, right? <laughs> we want to believe that, you know, if I, if I, if I take my ginkgo biloba and I do the crosswords every day, I'm not going to have dementia. And if I, and if I, you know what I mean? And if I go for a walk and I take the dog twice a week, I'm never gonna, you know, I'm never gonna die. I'm going to live forever because I, I ticked all the boxes. Right. Yep. So, as consumers, we love to read these things because we want to be reassured. I'm never going to get sick and I'm never going to die because I did the right things. Unfortunately, that's completely not true. Right. Right. So I think the media is just giving us what we ask for, which is uh, false promises about life. 
And I think it's sort of our responsibility as consumers to say, mm, I'm going to accept that I really have things in my life I can control and some things that I can't. And that, right. that's okay. Don't let it affect your self-esteem. Yeah, well, it's going to affect your self-esteem, but do the best you can. Yeah, yeah exactly, well, yeah. This is like what I said about this person persona yeah. thing is most of the time I feel great about myself. Not every day. Right. I have days. I have crabby days. I have, you know, we all do. But I think it's about finding techniques that allow you to be happier and healthier in the long run. And most of the time, those techniques are about finding a friend, finding a good laugh and giving yourself a break. Right. And, and moving. Moving. You know, but, you know, the thing is, it's not just about physical moving. It's about not being stagnant in your persona or your thought or your past you know is life is fluid it's constantly keep moving I don't care if you're you're 50 60 70 80 I live with an 86 year old she still drives she still works she's got more energy than I have we were down at the splash symphony on the water here in Victoria Uh the other day and at one point they said we want you to get up and dance I was kind of boxed in and I was filming it and she just got up just busy dancing along she's just you know she's a sprinter in life exuberant she gets so much joy out of it we get bogged down by so much on the news and um, the expectation and other people's opinion and and what we should be that we forget about who we are and what we are and what we love to do and celebrate it i think that's true but i'm also going to tell you there's a wonderful gift that comes as we get older called disinhibition right <laughs> when we're younger we're like oh i can't do that people yes. might not think i'm cool and you know you get to be 100 and you've got your underwear on your head right <laughs> <laughs> yes, there's, this yes. spot, there's a spot in between where you're gradually learning to really care less yeah about yeah. how people perceive you or how you're being seen and like one of the my favorite things about my classes is in my senior classes this disinhibition thing, if you encourage it, it, mm-hmm. it grows real fast and yeah. they just don't care anymore. It's right. ridiculous. I'm like, you're going to flap your arms like a chicken. They're like, okay, we're chickens. <laughs> no, and, and believe me, they flap at a certain age. <laughs> yeah, they do. They, like, I got hello, goodbye arms too. That's okay. But it's, it's really about, um, that is a gift that comes as we get yeah. older. If we allow it into our lives, is to just say the heck with it. I like the, the buckler from Gone in the Wind. Quite frankly, um, I don't give a damn, you know. <laughs> and it's, I think, I think we have to lighten up, don't we? You know, we, we've been, there's times to be serious. There's times where you have to be diligent and, and pay attention. Absolutely. But I think if we lighten things up, we not only release the stress, um, we find more joy and laughter and, and exuberance in life. And then we realize that all that seriousness that was overdone, you know, it was, it was living up, you know, my, my shows, I can say a common denominator is if people are living up to other people's expectation yeah. and not being true to who they are. Yeah. You know, our life's journey, no matter what our age, is about being true to who we are, living from the inside out without any apologies. Mm-hmm. You know, black, white, pink, polka dot, stripes, fat, fin, who cares? You know, it's about how true to who you are, what's your beautiful purpose in life and how do you contribute? I think that's true. I, I've not met anybody yet who said, I need to find more reason in my life to be serious. There's <laughs> in life to be serious about. There is. And, 
you know, I've, I've spent more time visiting friends and family in hospital rooms over the last two years than I really care to admit. Right. So when there are those times that you need to be present and you need to really be in compassion and focused on those things, then you need to do that. But any chance I get to get out of that space, I'm going to get out. I'm going to take every opportunity I can because life gives us plenty of things that are serious. But actually, life gives us plenty of things that are ridiculous if you learn to Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, quite honestly, if you try to make sense of what's going on in the world, you're going to get into a depression. I promise you, you know, I do occasionally because again, as an empath, I keep feeling all these things and it's like, Oh my God, human beings, what are you doing? Know. You know, why are you taking this so serious? This person has a different faith. This person has a different skin. This person has a different, you know, sex. This person has a different that. So what? So yeah. what? Why not? Oh, what's your culture? What do you do in your culture? Oh, let's try some of that, right? Why do we get to know each other instead of this constantly, you know, I'm better than you. And that conflict is all the insecurity that lies within us. And I think we get caught up in this wave of what's going on around us. And really, we do need, you know, a, another flash dance out there in every city in North America mm -hmm. of just lighten up, just lighten up. You know, go and hug somebody different. I, you know, I do want to be careful, though, because I think that there is um, there's a range of where we need to be. And I don't want to put my head in the sand and not deal with the very serious problems mm -hmm. facing the world right now. Uh, because it's tempting, right? Because yep. doing the work of, of coping with oppression it's difficult and draining and often not very rewarding. But if I want to have a life and a world that's joyful for me, but also joyful for everybody, I have to balance my relaxation, have a great time, go dance side with some very serious work to make mm -hmm. the world better. And yeah. so I, I, I don't want to just, I, I don't want to be flip about that because I think, there, there is a tendency to move that way because doing the work is so uncomfortable. Yeah, and, and you know, we're all going to face something that's uncomfortable in life. That mm -hmm. That's just part of living. We're all going to face adversity and challenges and, and very uncomfortable things happening to you from other people all around you. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there are going to be times we don't know what to say. We don't know what to do. And, you know, sometimes it's just a question of be loving, be kind, be caring. And, you know, and first and foremost, I think, be it to yourself. Yes. Because you don't want to just be it. You want, you know, give it. You want to be it. Be right. the kindness that people seek. Be that hug. Be that caringness. Yes. Don't just do it where people feel, you know, somebody's, you're, oh, you're just doing it and kind of being condescending. No, be it, care. But you can't get into that caringness for other people until you get, until you get into that caringness for yourself. I think that's true. But I, I, I think that part of it is to give the love, give the hugs, be the listener, mm -hmm. be warm and be open. But part of it, and maybe the hardest part, is loving people enough to be willing to call them out. Yes. Behave 
in a way that's hurtful to other people. You know, like in my class, when somebody says something that's hurtful, I don't have the luxury of ignoring that. It's my job to curate that class and to make sure that everybody feels safe. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I have to have very difficult conversations with people and say, no, that's not okay. You can't do that. Um, That's none of your business. And, And there have been times where I have said and done things that have been harmful and had to take people aside and say, I messed up. I'm really sorry. Yeah. This is how I'm going to change it. Uh, there's a new dialogue going on, isn't there? You know, yeah. there's, there's been an old paradigm of, of flippancy mm-hmm. that now we're looking at is where it used to be taken flippantly. Now we're looking at, no, this is more serious. It's there like is, there's it's something a- attached to that. There's no longer funny. And, and, you know, sometimes you just have to say to someone, are you aware of what that's really saying? Because, you know, especially as we get older, we're still caught up with some old sayings. And so sometimes we have to be reminded and sometimes we have to remind ourselves that perhaps that statement isn't apropos today. Right. And I think a lot of it is, like I said, loving somebody enough to correct them. Mm -hmm. Sometimes that means to have an awful lot of patience because it takes people a while to process it. Yes. And not everybody's going to be like, thank you so much for pointing out that flaw in my personality that I hadn't really. <laughs> I mean, that's not. <laughs> no, not normally. There's normally <laughs> resistance. Yes. <laughs> and they're our best friends and drinking buddies, but not everybody's like that. And so it does, it takes an enormous amount of, of patience and it takes um, some work and consistency. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, I really think it's about balance. It's really about balancing the hard work mm-hmm. with the joy and the reward and balancing the silly and the fun with the, this is life and death serious and balancing the, the need to keep moving and learning and trying new things and the need to relax and take care of ourselves. There's that balance in the yeah. middle and it shifts every second of the day. And that is one of the hard jobs I think we need to learn how to do. The recipe has changed. The ingredients have changed. Mm -hmm. And the only way you're going to know whether you like the dish or not is to play around with the ingredients until you find a recipe you like. Right? Yeah, and then know that you probably won't like it tomorrow because something else. Right. Exactly. (laughs) You you feel different tomorrow, right? Your taste buds are different tomorrow. but It's kind of like not a recipe in a way because, well, you know, it's it's more like cooking with fresh produce, you know, like, mm. what, well, are the tomatoes ripe today? They might not be ripe. And a BLT with ripe tomatoes is fantastic. And a BLT with unripe tomatoes is awful. <laughs> and you have to kind of deal. You have to yeah. deal with what yes. life is. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that is one of the great challenges. As we grow older, we're like, my God, I've been here X number of decades. I should have this figured out by now. (laughs) But there is no figure out. You figure out as you go along from the day that you're born until the day that you're not on this person. There there is no, oh, when I reach that age. And I used to to, um, love talking to people who, when I was young, that, you know, 15, 16, think, oh, by that time, I'll be wise. Yeah, you are. You get <laughs> wise about certain things, but one thing you realize there's a hell of a lot you don't know. <laughs> no. Or there are things that you know that are completely wrong. Exactly. exactly. That's a whole other thing. Yeah. 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 And the thing that, you know, it's 
I think attitude in life is the absolute key and, and the ability to go with the flow, right? Mm -hmm. Make an effort. You know, we, this whole about positive thinking, you know, and, and, and no negativity in my life at all. That's not, <laughs> you know, that is, is twilight zone, you know, head in the sand thing. Negativity is always going to be around you. But what are you going to do with it? Are you going to let it penetrate within you and bring you down? Are you going to combat it with positivity or are you just going to combat it with caring and understanding and understand that negativity is coming from a place of somebody's distress, right? I think so. And I think if you're living a life where negativity is not allowed into my life, you're probably not living open in your life in a way that's very interesting. And you're probably not really accomplishing fantastic or cool or great things because every time you do something amazing there's pain every yeah. time every yeah. time you learn something new there's this agonizing baby steps how can this be so hard process that's mm -hmm. part of what it takes to do something new and so i think um like i said people who say they don't experience negativity are either one of those five incredibly lucky people on this planet or they're they're lying to themselves right yeah yeah because it's 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 what we do with we, we can't avoid it we can limit it yeah switch off the tv you know you don't need to have it saturated all the time but you know it's it's is this important to my life at the present moment do i need to take this on is it something i need to address and if it's no let it go right but it always comes from a place and you can't ignore it. You know, it's deal with it as with anything. Like, I want to ask about how do you get people physically active when they're in deep depression and they just want to go into a deep, dark cave? There's no magic. Um, depression is a, is a difficult and sometimes deadly uh, disease. I mean, it's, it's a mental illness and there is no one easy answer for that. Um, usually fitness is part of a whole strategy of wellness that may or may not include medication, may include or may not include therapy. There's all different components of it. And sometimes for somebody in deep depression, taking a shower is what they can do that day. And, and, and that has to be okay if that's where they are in their recovery. Um, I just try to focus on helping people find baby steps and find little bits of joy and also find a way to feel successful. I think a lot of times um, fitness can make depression worse if we have really unrealistic expectations mm -hmm. and frankly, we are taught to have unrealistic expectations yes. exercise. You know, I I'm going to do this exercise and I'm going to look like a supermodel. Well, no, you're not going to look like a supermodel. <laughs> not going to grow a foot taller overnight. That's not going to happen. Mm -hmm. But I think because we are taught to have those expectations, um, exercise can end up leaving us even more yeah. depressed. Yeah. So a lot of it, it really has to be part of a, of a multifaceted plan of, of health and wellness and nutrition and spiritual and, and mental guidance. Um, but I guess what I do for my part is I try to help people find joy and I, ha I really try to focus 
on um, helping them manage their expectations so they feel like they win. Right. Well, you're making it fun. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing is, is that, you know, there are the people, the, the sports people that love to work six hours a day at the gym, you know, and that's, uh, and, and that's their gig. Not me, right? but it's <laughs> yeah, Not my gig at all. I don't want to go anywhere near a gym. You know, for me, nature is it. <clears throat> but if I had a, an arena where I could go to, where there was no expectation for me to, oh, you must do this, or 20 push-ups, or, you know, jump, jump, jump higher. You know, if, if I had that, I wouldn't go. But if I had a place where I could go, well, you know, today I need to sit down and do my exercise, or I can get up for two minutes and shake my booty and then sit back down again, and there's no judgment, right? No judgment. That, I think, is the huge one, judgment. Yeah. You know? And we've got to drop that because that pressure we're putting on ourselves and other people is not kind at all. And sometimes um, we imagine it too, right? There's this idea where um, I often say, what you think about me is, is none of my business. Because I don't know what another person is thinking about me unless they tell me, and most of the time they don't. Mm-hmm. So I'm making it up in my head. It's in my yes. imagination. I figure I might as well imagine that they think I'm awesome. Exactly. Why would I not? I mean, right. that's going to be the best tool for me. It may not be true, but who cares? Me thinking that they think I'm awesome. That's the best for me. Right. So I can imagine that. Yeah. I say I'm not everybody's cup of tea. I'm somebody's strong cup of coffee. You know, right. we're not going to please everyone. We're not going to be able to address the needs of everyone. Absolutely. You've created a platform that suits people that still want to exercise, that want to have fun, and that want to do it um, in moderation with their own body, their own psyche, their own well-being on that day. And it's very important that we have that because it was pushed and has been pushed for so long about body perfect, body image perfect, and also, you know, to do with our age. You know, we've got to be a certain weight, um, or we've got to be this, or we've got to be that. Now, yeah, you know, it's not about the weight. It's about how healthy are you in your weight, right? That's the important thing. How healthy are you in your weight? If you're a bigger person, you're a bigger person. But right. if, if you're a bigger person because you're not looking after yourself with your diet or exercise or anything else, then that's a different scenario. You are opening up to some health problems. But again, the ownership and responsibility on ourselves to know our body and what we need for ourselves and our well-being we need to take charge of that. Yes, but I'm going to say this. I know I'm argumentative today. <laughs> no, no. Give the arguments. That's the only way we learn. Um, I think it's important not to cross over into something called healthism, right? Mm-hmm. Health is not a barometer of worthiness, right? Right, and right. In many ways, um, as my as my friend and and, uh, fitness industry partner, Reagan Chastain, says a a running a marathon and a Netflix marathon are morally equivalent ideas, Mm -hmm. right? And I think sometimes there's this notion that um, we, uh, if, if we make it completely our responsibility to be well, then we're making it our fault if we're sick. Mm. And I think that that can lead to some places that are really not that helpful. I was just out with a very dear friend of mine last night 
who has been very sick. And she's like, well, you know, I guess this negative system. I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. Back the bus up. You've been doing all the right things. You've been eating well. You've been meditating. You've been exercising. You've been doing all this stuff. You got sick. And I'm sorry to tell you that, like I said, ticking off the boxes doesn't give you immunity. Right. And not ticking off the boxes doesn't guarantee you're going to get sick. Right. It's, It's not that simple right and i i just i want to get us out of this place where there's a difference between um taking responsibility for ourselves as a whole and taking responsibility for things that we aren't really responsible for right i mean there are things that are out of our control you know things that happen to us um you know again along with my disease it came about 23 years ago it's it's got worse as I got older and it will I do the best I can within what I can do and I always get people suggesting well if you just did this and if you just did that and you should do that and it's curable and I know it isn't it's manageable yeah. right there's there is no cure for what I've got it's manageable it's what do I have to do to manage it right and you know those days that you feel I'm empowered today yay you know I'm boss and there's other days it comes across and goes tapped you on the shoulder uh-uh not today that doesn't make me weak it doesn't make me a failure it just makes me having to be in sync with my body and you know I've always got people telling me they can cure me in 10 seconds flat um but you know good luck you know I will I'm willing to try various things in the management of it but I have what I have and I am what I am, and I just have to live with that. And other people need to honor, you know, what people are dealing with instead of making them feel guilty for having it. Absolutely. And you know what? I would <coughs> never in a million years look at you in the eye and say, exercise can cure fibromyalgia. It can. Right. It's yeah. a tool that you can put in your arsenal, and you yes. may find incredibly helpful, or you may find not helpful at all. It's, it's a tool and it can be joyful and it can be a wonderful thing, but I, I everybody has to kind of like use at your own risk. You yes. know, your, your yes. mind may vary. And, and I, I think anytime somebody comes to me and says, if you just, if you just do this, I'm like, okay, I've already tuned you out because you're full of right. Breath. Yeah. Yeah. And there's generally the healthy people that do that. Of course. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes. Born on third think they hit a triple right there's a lot of people that are healthy that it's really tempting when you're healthy to believe that you're healthy because of x y and z because in that thought process as long as you continue to do x y and z you will always be healthy yeah fortunately yeah. that's not how life works but it sounds great doesn't it i mean yes I mean, you know, there is the, the abuse of your body. And if you end up getting something because you abused your body, yes, that's the price you're paying. You know, there's other, these, these other things that come and tap us on the shoulder and go, hello, I'm here to stay. You know, it, um, it is, you know, I just, I think other people, because again, there's so many of us walking around with illnesses where we look fine on the exterior and they have no understanding what's going on in the interior. Right. So, and we don't want to impart it on people, mm-hmm. you know, uh, because really most people don't care. But, but at the same time, if they understood, they would actually understood how much of a struggle it was just to be there today. 
right right and have a different respect so where is the line where you could say yes i have this these are my limitations um accept me as i am or don't you know and in a way that's what we want to say isn't it but we're all too polite to say it not me <laughs> i'm not that polite not, i mean look i got a dvd called the fat chick works out i i am unapologetic yeah. right about who i am and some people are really not fine with that and that's okay, but I'm yeah. not going to pussyfoot around. I mean, this is who I am. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. um, yeah, I'm, I'm not that polite about it. And when people say unkind or really untrue things, I am happy to sort them out and straighten them out. If, yeah. if I have the energy and the, yes. the, 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 the Patience at the time. Patience to deal with it at the time. Or if I, you know, if I, if I feel, if I have enough love to go around to gently correct, which, like yeah. I said, some days yes and some days no. But yeah, it, it is hard being un, unapologetically who we are. And, and part of being unapologetic about who we are is to not accept the role as poster child. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. So it would be very easy for me to say, I'm the fat chick, but I'm the good fat chick. I'm the right kind of fat chick. And I never get sick and nothing ever happens to me. And I'm this, you know, I have a halo. Right? <laughs> it's tempting. But not only is that not true, it puts an enormous amount of pressure on me to be something that I'm not. Right. And maybe most importantly, it robs me of the ability to share um, to share with people who feel alone. Because yeah, feel because alone. if you do that, then people go, well, I can never be like her, so therefore I can't relate. Right. And therefore I can't hear you because I, I'm not in your world. Right? Or, or worse, I can't be like that. What's mm -hmm. wrong with me? Right. Why can't I... And and it's because oftentimes there's oftentimes they're trying to live up to a persona's yes experience, not a person's. Right. They're very different. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know it's kind of coming back around here, but I, I really feel like this is an important thing that I've been working on a lot in my life, especially as I get a little older and I um and hopefully ugh, a little wiser. Um <laughs> we all get a little wiser whether we like it or not. Right. right. You hope that you get it on the whisper as opposed to the two by four of the head. Oh boy, yes, yes. I've had a few of those in my time. Got a lot of concussion from them. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I I really think that that fitness it's a wonderful thing. And making it fun is a wonderful thing. It's not a panacea, it doesn't fix everything. Right. It doesn't everybody doesn't experience it the same way. It doesn't help everybody the same way. It's a wonderful tool that helps some people a whole lot. Well, the fact that you, you put it with laughter, you put yeah. it with just the silliness. You know, we know laughter is an excellent medicine and that mm -hmm. what it releases from our body is absolutely yeah. amazing. We know that if people can get out there and be silly baggers the way they dance and nobody's going to judge them, you know, oh God, look at the way she's dancing. You know, nobody's <laughs> going to do that. Oh, look at the way she's dancing. I could be silly too, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and get the joy out of doing it. Mm -hmm. And 
the way they feel, not only is the body feeling better, the stress is feeling better, um, you know, the mind is feeling clearer. And, you know, again, you stepped into the unapologetic, you know, and it's, uh, I think it's just, we forget, we've gone back, we've gone to exercise is serious. Uh, no, because if we make everything serious, we're bogging ourselves down with these expectations. If you make it something that's joyful that you want to do, you know, with a group of people, with, um, with even on, you know, on the computer, on your Facebook, getting up and doing it uh, with the family around you, who cares, right? Come and join us. And having people being encouraged to, to kind of connect with one another and say, hey, let's do that together, you know, to Jeanette's program, you know, uh, together while we're on Zoom and make connections because we want people to be connected. So, you know, I really commend what you're doing because you've taken this, oh, I have to, out of it into, I feel better when I do. Yep. You know, one of the things that surprised me most about my new exercise video, this Everybody Can Exercise Senior Edition, is it's, it's this DVD and I have all of these older people dancing around and having a great time. And so they take it home and they do it at home and the grandkids yeah. love it and they want to join in. And there's something so awesome when you have an 80 year old and a six year old just mm. rocking out together. Yeah. Yeah. So happy, but there's something sort of innocent and playful about both ends of that spectrum. If, if you allow it to childlike, happen. just getting back to childlike, right? Yeah. Just, just simply having fun because you want to have fun. Right, right. right? And it's yeah. such a beautiful message for kids to see. Yeah. Oh, grandma's exercising to, with that funny lady. And grandma laughs when she watches the funny lady. And they start to see exercise in a, in a joyful and healthy way that right. makes it much more likely that they're going to exercise in years to come. Yes. So I, because I, a, a little a lot goes a long way as opposed to intense now and again. Right. Or shame-based or... Right. Or... Uh, Beauty-based. Right. Right. Yeah. I think you when know. kids are... Like, because, you know, the kids that are that small, six, eight, even 10 years old, they just see, oh, grandma's doing something. And, well, that means grandma's not paying attention to me right now, which is not acceptable. So... <laughs> Join in and it, they do it together. It's cool. We want to get away from the have to to the want to. Mm -hmm. And when we do something because we want to, we're going to do it more often because it makes us feel good and it's our choice. If it's you have to, we rebel against it because naturally inside of us is a rebellious nature, yes. right? We don't want to be told what we have to do, but show me something that I want to do and I will be a part of it. Right. I always say, there's that moment in every exerciser's life where you have to decide if you're going to, if you're going to exercise or if you're going to watch a rerun of Game of Thrones. <laughs> and if your exercise is boring or your routine sucks, winter's coming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. And yet it, it's just, don't push yourself. Just allow yourself, right? Go and do it because you love it. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes it's like, oh, I don't feel like it today. But you know what? I know I feel good when I do. So that's the nudging you want, not the pushing, the nudging, right? And that's why I always tell my students, if you come to class and you don't feel up to it and all you want to do is sit and watch and hang with us, mm -hmm. that's cool. 
And yep. sometimes, very occasionally, I've had somebody who's having a really rough day, and they just want to sit and laugh and listen with it, and and that's okay. Yep. That's okay. It's but like I said, it's there's that one inertial hump. Yes. The I can watch another episode of this show, or I can sleep another twenty minutes. It's the getting out the front door of the house part. That yeah. is the hard part. Yeah. So how much do you do online? How much do you do where people can come to you? Would you lay it all out for us of how people find you? I'm just, I'm just starting that up again um, in the next couple of weeks, the live, the live part. Um, mm -hmm. You can buy my DVD on Amazon or on my website, everybodycanexercise.com. Um, That's everybodycanexercise.com. Right. Everybody. Right. And uh, you can also buy it on Amazon and you can do my workouts. You can stream them or rent them or download them from Amazon Prime. And then we will be starting up with a live Facebook streaming, uh, hopefully this weekend. We're, we're working out the technical kinks right now. Right. Well, you come on air next week. So you come on air on the 13th or 14th oh, yeah. of August. So, should, so you'll be up. Be up and, then, and people find you there. Okay, the best way just go to everybodycanexercise.com and, and I will be up there. posting details about how to get on the Facebook group and all of that stuff from that space. And you know, when, you, when you're on the group, <clears throat> encourage people to join, but encourage people to start speaking to one another. Yes. Start sharing. That's what Facebook is so good about is interaction. Yes. Mm -hmm. right get to know other people you know like Absolutely. what did they get out of it how long have they been doing are they around the corner is it something you want to kind of do a, a conversation with that person and it right. doesn't matter where they are whether if they're next door in the same town or across the world we right. have a lovely device here we can see people anytime anywhere and make connections right my my exercise uh partner guru business partner reagan chastain and i also have a forum called uh, Fit Fatties on Facebook. And we have, oh, we have thousands of people on that group and they come on every week and they tell us the coolest things. I climbed a mountain today. I did a disco dance today. I went kayaking or rode a horse today. And, and um, yeah, that's really inspirational to yeah. see. Yeah, and you know, it gives people permission like, well, you know what? They've got the same problem as I have or if they've got this problem and yet, They've gone out and done this and they felt really good. What if I gave it a try, mm -hmm. right? What if I give something a try? So it's not pushing people, but it's inviting people, isn't mm -hmm. it? Mm -hmm. You know, encouraging them to actually understand what they can do. Again, always listen to yourself from the inside out. If your body's in distress, don't do it. We don't want you to crash. But yeah. that doesn't mean you can't be a part of it because the energy that you're creating is an energy that will become intoxicating and releasing in the body. Mm -hmm. So it's already doing you good, even if you're just around it, even if you're not a participant. And your own classes that you do, where do you do those? I teach in Southern <coughs> California, which is a long way, I think, from a lot of your, your listeners. But oh, America uh, and California is a huge listenership there. So Yeah, so uh, I'm in, in uh, Irwindale, Duarte, and Monrovia, which is east of Los Angeles. So if you go to the site, find out where the classes are. If you're in that area, go and join one. Yes. And, um, but, you know, most certainly get the DVD. Get a group of your friends together. Yes. You know, over in the living room, push the furniture aside, put it in, and just have some fun. I, you know? I can't recommend that enough. <laughs> like right. I said, find your fun, find a friend, and give yourself a break. 
Right. And you know what? You know, I know we're only in August right now, but Christmas is around the corner. Right. What a great gift to give to people, right? You know, giving them a DVD, <clears throat> even giving it to the family and saying, when grandparents are around, get the kids and everyone together and just make it a family event. Right? And there so, are men and women dancing. On yes. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not just women shaking in their booty, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Got a few men doing some talking there, right? <laughs> there's, there's, there's some wiggling going on all over. <laughs> and don't underestimate however big the wiggle is. Little wiggle, big wiggle. It's all moving the body. It's getting the oxygen and the chi, the energy all running through the body. And that is the flow that we want. Because right. if your body has got that energy flowing through your body, it's releasing your mind, it's releasing your body, it's good for everything. But it's just good for your, for your outlook on life as well, right? Yes. That's Absolutely. the attitude of gratitude, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so everybody can exercise.com. Mm -hmm. And everything is there and they can find out about all the Facebook things there as well and how they can join and yep. be a part of it. They can get the DVDs from there as well as from Amazon and your Amazon Prime too. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Excellent. You've got no excuses, folks, right? No, you know, no. <laughs> and you know, it doesn't matter what age you are, you know, primarily we, we are a 30, 40 plus network here, but it doesn't matter what age you are here. You know, it's, you may be somebody that, even in your 30s, cannot be very phys physical. This is still something that you could do at the office at lunchtime, right? Put it on, lighten everybody up, do some exercise. And, and you know, it, it just, again, brings everyone together. So it doesn't, it's not just for your 50 plus. And it's not, if you do the full DVD standing up, it's not that easy. I mean, it's, there's a good solid workout there. So you, it allows you to start small, but you can grow to a pretty serious workout with this thing if, if you're ready. Now, is it downloadable from Prime Time? Because most people younger will put things on their phones. So is yes, it downloadable? From, from Amazon Prime, you can download it. Mm -hmm. Excellent. See, look how technical you are. DVDs <laughs> and downloads and All Facebook. and <laughs> yes. Excellent. And that's the thing with life, right? It, it's like... You know, if everybody was still on the VCR, yep. <laughs> you wouldn't be getting anywhere. So, yes, the eight tracks, yeah. So, aging myself here, yeah. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, age is a gift. I'm sorry, folks. You know, there's too many people that lose their life so easily. We've seen this recently from unnecessary violence. Age is a gift. You know, don't spend your life going around grumping and moaning. Be grateful for who you are, what you have around you, for the opportunities that you have. And seize the day, right? Get out there and have some fun. Whether it's just an ounce of fun or a pound of fun, just get out and have some fun. So Never what are you going to leave us with? opportunity to shake your booty. Right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I mean, why do you think the Cardassians, you know, have the arse the way they do, right? <laughs> you know? Oh, that's a whole other show. <laughs> <laughs> yes, definitely. But the point is, have some fun with life and do it while moving. And you'll just see the rewards for it, you know, just the way you feel. The, the whole chemistry in your body, how it lifts you right up. And it's like a deep <sighs> breath that you've taken. So. Thank you for doing this, Jeanette. And it's great oh, to have you back on again. It's my pleasure. I love speaking with you. And uh, I, um, 
I really am grateful for the opportunity to share my thoughts. Anytime. And please go back and listen to her other shows with me, Jeanette DePatty. Just put in her name here in selfdiscoverymedia.com and her own show page comes up with all her other shows on there. And you'll get to pick all the other shows, listen to all of them as you like. They're all downloadable. Of course, the others were just audio. Now we're doing video and audio. Yay! And so you can listen to it in any way that you want. But please do listen, do share, and do get up and boogie. So <laughs> thanks a lot, Jeanette. Thank you. And Bye. until... Till next time, folks, remember, life is about flow. It's about movement in thought, in attitude, in energy, in body, mind, art, heart, and soul. So get everything in the flow and get moving. Until next time, bye for now. We hope that you enjoyed the show and were inspired to come and visit us at selfdiscoverymedia.com and see what other shows we have for you. And please do visit our selfdiscoverycommunity.org and see how you can be a part of giving back. Thank you very much.